Numbers chapters 19 to 22. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, This is a statute of the law that the Lord has commanded. Tell the Israelites to bring you a red heifer without defect, in which there is no blemish, and on which no yoke has been laid. You shall give it to the priest Eliezer, and it shall be taken outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. The priest Eliezer shall take some of its blood with his finger and sprinkle it seven times towards the front of the tent of meeting. Then the heifer shall be burned in his sight. Its skin, its flesh, and its blood, with its dung, shall be burned. The priest shall take cedar wood, hyssop, and crimson material, and throw them into the fire in which the heifer is burning. And the priest shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterwards he may come into the camp, but the priest shall remain unclean until the evening. The one who burns the heifer shall wash his clothes in water and bathe his body in water. He shall remain unclean until evening. Then someone who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and deposit them outside the camp in a clean place, and they shall be kept for the congregation of the Israelites for the water for cleansing. It is a purification offering. The one who gathers the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. This shall be a perpetual statute for the Israelites and for the alien residing among them. Those who touch the dead body of any human being shall be unclean seven days. They shall purify themselves with the water on the third day and on the seventh day, and so be clean. But if they do not purify themselves on the third day and on the seventh day, they will not become clean. All who touch a corpse, the body of a human being who has died, and do not purify themselves, defile the tabernacle of the Lord. Such persons shall be cut off from Israel, since water for cleansing was not dashed on them. They remain unclean. Their uncleanliness is still on them. This is the law when someone dies in a tent. Everyone who comes into the tent, and everyone who is in the tent, shall be unclean seven days. And every open vessel with no cover fastened on it is unclean. Whoever in the open field touches one who has been killed by a sword, or who has died naturally, or a human bone, or a grave, shall be unclean seven days. For the unclean they shall take some ashes of the burnt purification offering, and running water shall be added in a vessel. Then a clean person shall take a hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle it on the tent. On all the furnishings, on the persons who were there, and on whoever touched the bone, the slain, the corpse, or the grave, the clean person shall sprinkle the unclean ones on the third day, and on the seventh day, thus purifying on the seventh day, they shall wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water and at evening they shall be clean. Any who are unclean but do not purify themselves, those persons shall be cut off from the assembly, for they have defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. Since the water for cleansing has not been dashed on them, they are unclean. It shall be a perpetual statute for them. The one who sprinkles the water for cleansing shall wash his clothes, and whoever touches the water for cleansing shall be unclean until evening. Whatever the unclean person touches shall be unclean, and anyone who touches it shall be unclean until evening. The Israelites, the whole congregation, came into the wilderness of Zin 
in the first month, and the people stayed in Kadesh. Miriam died there and was buried there. Now there was no water for the congregation, so they gathered together against Moses and against Aaron. The people quarreled with Moses and said, Would that we had died when our kindred died before the Lord? Why have you brought the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness for us and our livestock to die here? Why have you brought up us up out of Egypt to bring us to this wretched place? It is no place for grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron went away from the assembly to the entrance of the tent of meeting. They fell on their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the staff and assemble the congregation, you and your brother Aaron, and command the rock before their eyes to yield its water. Thus you shall bring water out of the rock for them. Thus you shall provide drink for the congregation and their livestock. So Moses took the staff from before the Lord, as he had commanded him. Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Listen, you rebels, shall we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water came out abundantly, and the congregation and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust in me to show my holiness before the eyes of the Israelites, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. These are the waters of Meribah, where the people of Israel quarreled with the Lord, and by which he showed his holiness. Moses sent messengers from, from Kadesh to the king of Edom, Thus says your brothers, the brother Israel, You know all the adversity that has befallen us. How our ancestors went down to Egypt, and we lived in Egypt a long time. And the Egyptians oppressed us and our ancestors. And when we cried to the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. And here we are in Kadesh, a town on the edge of your territory. Now let us pass through your land. We will not pass through field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will go along the king's highway, not turning aside to the right hand or to the left until we have passed through your territory. But Edom said to him, You shall not pass through, or we will come out with the sword against you. The Israelites said to him, We will stay on the highway, and if we drink of your water, we and our livestock, then we will pay for it. It is only a small matter. Just let us pass through on foot. But he said, You shall not pass through. And Edom came out against them with a large force, heavily armed. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage through their territory. So Israel turned away from them. They set out from Kadesh, and the Israelites, the whole congregation, came to Mount Hor. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron on Mount Hor, on the border of the land of Edom, Let Aaron be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter the land that I have given to the Israelites, because you rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. Take Aaron and his son Eleazar and bring them up to Mount Hor. Strip Aaron of his vestments and put them on his son Eleazar. But Aaron shall be gathered to his people and shall die there. Moses did, the Lord, did as the Lord commanded. They went up to Mount Hor 
in the sight of the, Lord, the whole congregation, Moses stripped Aaron of his vestments and put them on his son Eliezer. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Moses and Eliezer came down from the mountain. When the congregation saw that Aaron had died, all the house of Israel mourned for Aaron thirty days. When the Canaanite, the king of Arad, who lived in the Negeb, heard Israel was coming by the way of Atherim, he fought against Israel and took some, some of them captive. Then Israel made a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed give this people into our hands, then we will utterly destroy their towns. The Lord listened to the voice of Israel and handed over the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them in their towns. So the place was called Hormah. From Mount Hor they set out by the way of the Red Sea, to the Red Sea, to go around the land of Edom. But the people became impatient on the way. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there's no food and no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent down poisonous serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord to take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten shall look at it and live. So Moses made a serpent out of bronze and put it upon a pole. And whenever a serpent bit someone, that person would look at the serpent of bronze and live. The Israelites set out and camped in Oboth. They set out from Oboth and camped in Ai-Abarim <laughs> in the wilderness bordering Moab towards the sunrise. From there they set out and camped in the Wadi Zered. From there they set out and camped on the other side of Arnon in the wilderness that extends from the boundary of the Amorites. For the Arnon is the boundary of Moab, between Moab and the Amorites, where before it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord. Wahab in Supa and in <laughs> the Wadis, the Arnon and the slopes of the Wadis that extend to the seat of Ar and lie along the border of Moab. From there they continued to Beer. This is the wall of which the Lord said to Moses. The, this is the well of which the Lord said to Moses, "Gather the people together, and I will sing, and I will give them water." Then Israel sang this song: "Spring up, O well, sing to it." The well that the leader sank, that the nobles of the people dug, with the scepter, with the staff, from the wilderness to Matana. From Matana to Nahalil, from Nahalil to Bamoth, and from Bamoth to the valley lying in the region of Moab by the top of the Pisgah that overlooks the wasteland. Then Israel sent messengers to King Sihon of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn aside in, into field or vineyard. We will not drink the water of any well, we will go by the king's highway until we have passed through your territory. But Sion would not allow the Israel to pass through his territory. Sion gathered all his people together and went out against Israel 
to the wilderness, he came to Jehaz and fought against Israel. Israel put him to the sword and took possession of his land from the Arnon to Jabbok, as far as the Ammonites, for the boundary of the Ammonites was strong. Israel took all these towns, and Israel settled in all the towns of the Amorites in Heshbon and in all its villages. For Heshbon was the city of King Sion and of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and captured all his land as far as the Arnon. Therefore the ballad singers say, Come to Heshbon, let it build, let the city of Sion be established. For fire came out of Heshbon, flame from the city of Sion. It, de it devoured Ar of Moab and swallowed up the heights of the Arnon. Woe to you, O Moab! You are undone, O people of Chemosh. He has made his sons fugitives and his daughters captives to an Amorite king, Sion. So their posterity perished from Hezbon to, to Dibon. And we laid waste until fire spread to Madiba. Thus Israel settled in the land of the Amorites. Moses sent a, Moses sent a spy out Jazer, and they captured its villages and, dispo and di dispossessed the Amorites who were there. Then they turned and went up to the road to Bashan, and King Og of Bashan came out against them. He and all his people to battle at Adri. But the Lord said to Moses, Do not be afraid of him, for I have given him into your hand, with all his people and all his land. You shall do to him as you did to King Sion of the Amorites, who ruled in Heshbon. So they killed him, his sons, and all his people, until there was no survivor left, and they took possession of the land.